Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Anger subreddit. If you guys are new here, welcome. Uh, this is basically what I do. I go to different uh, mental health or subreddits that have to do anything with mental health, give generalized advice, but remember, I am not a professional, so feel free to take my, my advice with a grain of sand or a grain of salt. I keep getting that metaphor wrong, uh, and apply it to your life however you see fit. Anyway, as I said before, we're going over to the Anger subreddit. Um, you know, it's it's interesting, right? I've always had a problem relegating my emotions. And, you know, I, I hear two very different sides to this. There are a lot of people on the, the male side who say to um, that emotions are dangerous and that they are... Um, uh, some say to suppress them and do this, and then there's some on the female. There's, there's some people. By the way, it's, this is like very extreme sides, and then there's some on the female side who say, "Oh, emotions are wonderful. Embrace them and all that kind of stuff." Um, I think there's there's a little bit of a middle ground there. However, I think that the female side of it works for females. You know, um, you know, like if you're trying to get, uh, you know, emotional advice from uh, from a male and you're a female. Um, they'd probably say to, you know, um, to, you know, be careful about your emotions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, you know, I've seen, you know, women get emotional, right? And there, it's a very, you know, it's a very beautiful thing. But when men get emotional, it's a little bit different, right? Um, you know, if you encourage a man to, to embrace his emotions, there is this, there can be, right? I'm not saying this is in every case. But it, let me just talk about my own experience. When I started um, letting my emotions take over me a little bit too much, I started to let my emotions dictate the way that my body moved. Now, the problem with that is your emotions are very fickle, meaning they don't tend to, you know, they don't always align with your goals in life. So if you're sad, right? Um it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that you feel sad. Um, but the next step would be, what are you going to do about it? Why are you sad? What's the root of your sadness, right? Not just the symptoms, like you feeling sad, like you not wanting to get out of bed, like you feeling depressed. Uh, what, what are the, what's the root of the problem would be, you know, the first thing to do. And then, you know, taking action to, uh, figure out, okay, how can I, um, how can I tackle this? What can I do? Um, I'm not going to just stay here in quicksand and, and, um, expect everything to be all right. Um, and you know, it's something that I've had to deal with and I'm still dealing with, right. You know, there are days where I'm really in my head a lot. Um, and you know, I've, I've noticed that I think women and men need different, uh, maybe there, there, there's def definitely like generalized advice, but I've noticed maybe that women need different advice than men. Um, and you know, for, for women, emotions can be a very beautiful thing. And in fact, it, it helps you, uh, create bonds with other females a lot of times, you know, in, in that sense. Right. I remember I was in this uh, science group one time and, uh, I was really uncomfortable cause it was like three girls. Um, and one day this one girl just started like crying out of nowhere. It was really strange. I, I just didn't understand what she was crying about. Cause she, she had mentioned like, uh, her boyfriend, didn't want to give money to this homeless guy. And then she was like, you know, I just, I just really care about all these. And she just broke down. And then the other two girls like, you know, touched her and were like holding her and all this stuff. 
it was a very interesting moment for me as a guy because I was like, oh, this is that's really interesting. Um, and it was something it was very beautiful, right? It wasn't like I was like judging them or anything, but I was like, oh, that's not exactly how uh, it is with guys, right? You know, positive or negative, whatever, however uh, you want to take that. Um, but you know, as you listen to this, if you're a female, maybe you might want to take some of my advice and apply it however you can to your life, but also this might not apply to you. I just want to kind of make that very clear. Or, you know, if you are more of a, of a, like a feminine man, right. Or, you know, you're gay or something like that. Um, you know, maybe this doesn't apply to you because you're wired differently. That's totally cool too. Um, now I've always dealt, uh, I haven't always dealt with my anger in the most uh, healthy of ways, meaning I would punch things and all that kind of stuff. So, um, let's see what some of these people have to say about it. So I'm trying, <laughs> I like, I'm trying to like make my, my dispositions or my ex, what, what do you call them? Uh, my intro is a little bit shorter, but I just end up like going on rants and I, I don't know where the, where the heck they come from. Anyway, let's go to the first post here. It's titled, I'm full of anger and kind of lonely about it. I live in a toxic place and deal with toxic people undiagnosed with CPTSD. I can't get very angry to the sorry. I can't get very angry to the point of yelling and throwing things if someone is messing with me. So you can't do wait. I can't get very angry. So I, I don't know if that means if they meant to put I can't, but whatever. Such as blaming me for major past events and or being manipulative, manipulative outright douchebags. My anger has worsened through the years. Most of my online friends don't understand it. I'm a bit lonely in the headspace and would like to befriend others with similar characteristics. I don't care about your gender or age or politics, uh, time zone, etc. I just want a friend that understands what I'm going through, and maybe I can understand your pain too. Um, yeah. So when, so this is one of the reasons why I talk about be careful about who you hang out with. I, obviously, I don't know this person's situation, so maybe they're talking about family. Um, but when you find your community, when you actually like grow up and you you have the ability to uh, make a community or well, you know, become a part of a community. Be really careful about who you decide to make that community around, because if they are toxic, you're going to it, it's it's um it, it's hard to explain. Right. It's almost like being in like a, a like breathing in toxic gas. But like, you know, that kind of toxic gas that's that's only harmful to you. Like if you have a if you like inhale a lot, I'm kind of speaking out of my ass here. So excuse me for a second. Um, but like, it, let's say you have this toxic gas and if you breathe in a lot of it, uh, you will eventually die, right? Um, and but instead of breathing a lot of it at a time, you're breathing little bits of it at a time and little bits of it at a time, and eventually it starts to corrode away your insides. That's how kind of how it feels to be in a toxic um, community like that. Uh, you know, when you're when you're dealing with people who are constantly toxic, it's just kind of like breathing in toxic gas over and over again. Um, so let's take you at face value and say that you you're right about your diagnosis with uh, CPTSD. Um, you know, some things to ask yourself would be what what relate like what relational because for people that don't know CPTSD stands for complex PTSD, complex post traumatic stress disorder. Typically dealing with relational trauma, so it's, it's PTSD but more focused on relationships. So, you know, what, what is it for you, for you, for me, it probably would have been with uh, me and my father. I don't know if I would have ever been diagnosed with it, but, um, there's a possibility I could have, uh, when I was diagnosed, CPTSD, uh, was not a huge, uh, there wasn't a huge emphasis on it back then. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I believe if Nadine Macaluso was right, 
somewhere in 2022, the World Health Organization is putting it in the DSM. I guess it's going to be six now, huh? DSM six or or the uh, diagnostic. Uh, I'm not. Even, I, I don't even remember what it stands for, but it's basically like the like the dictionary or um, encyclopedia for for psychologists and everybody in the psychology field that uh, it basically defines what mental illnesses. Uh, the you know the symptoms and you know how to diagnose them that kind of stuff um but yeah i i mean if that is the case you know you should figure out is there a way to deal with that directly meaning is there a way to deal with the person you know tell them how you feel get closure out of it uh not always a possibility of course i i understand that so the next thing would be what can you work on in yourself to i wouldn't say let go i i, I don't i don't I don't always think that letting go is completely possible for some people. So how do you cope with that? Does that mean forgiving that person every each and every day, right? I talked about uh, forgiveness on my YouTube channel very recently where I talked about forgiving yourself. And forgiveness is something that is a constant journey. It's not just a destination. It's not just like, oh, I forgive you. I've said the words and now it's over. It's something that you have to do pretty much every day uh, or if not like, you know, very, very frequently. Um, so yeah, I would figure out how to deal since you have an idea, right? Obviously you're not diagnosed. I, I highly recommend you get diagnosed with whatever you, cause listen, dude, I I've known people who were diagnosed with like, uh, depression and they were taking depression meds instead, uh, but then eventually people were diagnosed them or, uh, eventually people, you know, the, 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 apparently the psychiatrist got it wrong the first time when they did get diagnosed correctly with bipolar or something like that, they would take bipolar medication and they were totally fine. Whereas the depression medication did, didn't do anything. So, uh, you know, be very careful about self-diagnosing yourself. Um, you know, I'm not saying like, listen, if you feel depressed or something and you want to do something about it, feel free to do something about it. Right. I feel depressed and I think that going to the gym would be great for me. Awesome go do you right but if it if it's something like as as a uh, um tricky as complex ptsd or something like that you might want to get like an actual diagnosis about it before you take any like major major action um about it right um not saying that you can't do things about it maybe you know kind of what i was saying earlier figure out how to mend things with that person figure out okay maybe this person is just uh i, I can't you know i can't really um, uh, this person's too toxic for me. I need to get them out of my life. I need to get out of this community, you know, wh whatever that may be, right. You figure out what the root of your problem is and just kind of go from there. So anyway, uh, best of luck to you. Let's go to the, um, let's go to the, uh, next post. Was there anything else on here that I should probably, uh, so yeah, they're trying to make a community. Um, be careful about trying to do that online, especially on Reddit. Reddit's good. Um, I don't think it's the best place to find friends on. Although, you know, listen, if you're desperate, you know, have at it as well. Um, that's kind of what subreddits are for, right? Um, I do find that there are people that still troll people, even in these, I, what do I call them, like delicate subreddits. I do find that people still troll people or they, they give, they go really hard on the advice. <clears throat> Whereas, obviously, sometimes I go a little bit, I'm very realistic sometimes about my advice. Um, but you know, I'm not typing it directly to these people, you know, this is just for our general knowledge and, you know, for our general ed education and, you know, things that I'm learning as well. You know, I, uh, sometimes I've changed my opinions and stances on certain things, um, as I go along. So anyway, let's go to the next post here. I just want to help is the next, as the title of this post. 
My boyfriend, my boyfriend has struggled with anger since he was a kid. The, these last few weeks, he's been really hurting. I can see the pain in his eyes. Uh, he has broken, he's broke down in front of me twice, and he is starting to hurt himself and in inanimate objects in his rage. I'm very, I'm a very caring person, but nothing I do helps him. Nothing. He gets so hateful towards the world and then himself. All I want, uh, all I want is him to be able to. Oh, sorry. All I want him to be able to do is live a normal life. Can anyone offer some advice? <clears throat> Um, so what you probably want to do is, well, you know, listen to my dog, Gracie. She's, you know, she's, uh, she's letting you know exactly what you do with your anger. You bark it out. No, it's just, kidding. um, so, uh, as a podcaster, we gotta, we gotta deal with, with, uh, the, the cards that we've been uh, dealt anyway. Uh, so in terms of this, I will tell you that your boyfriend probably needs other male friends to help deal with this. Like actual male friends, not enablers, not people who say, "Oh yeah, dude, you're totally, you're totally all right to 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 be angry about this and this and this." You you kind of need, and what I mean by this is, uh, like as a as a young man, I never I didn't have a a father to instill in me like, what do I do when I'm angry? Like, don't punch things, you know. Um, you know, you need you need some type of outlet to get this this. Uh, this this uh, energy out right you know you see it all the time with young boys right who are who have no who aren't getting that energy out like they get very destructive very quickly now that is not the only thing right that is not the only thing that i'm trying to tell you that you know is, is wrong with your boyfriend but um the thing was since i didn't have a i mean you know, i definitely i definitely had like good real male role models all like but you know they were kind of in and out of my life um, you know, even with, uh, even with things like, like my brother, he, you know, he's 11 years older than me. So he moved out, you know, um, when I was probably about, uh, seven, eight, something like that. Um, so still in my, in kind of what I would say is the form, my formative was my formative years or sorry, were my formative years, um, for, uh, especially in, in my behavior. Uh, so, you know, I didn't really know what to do with my uh, size and everything. You know, I was I was a big kid, um, and I didn't know. But you know, I was always told like, "Hey, just don't. Uh, you gotta you gotta like keep it all in. You gotta you, not keep it all in ex- exactly, but you know, you gotta be careful with people. Be be. You know, e- even when I was in sporting events, I was always taught to um, hold back because you don't want to hurt anybody. But um, you have to be careful about putting a lid on somebody's uh, capabilities and a lid on somebody uh, telling them not to, tr- you know, not to hurt anybody and all that kind of stuff, uh, because it starts to they start to feel like they could hurt. They 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 uh, they always feel like they're uh, a loose cannon, right? Or uh, they're they're a weapon that could be used that could be uh, you know used to hurt people. And then once I be started becoming, uh, you know, I started becoming adept in, well, not adept, I would say, but I, I started doing jujitsu, right? I, I was able to go, I mean, not all out, right? Like I wasn't trying to kill the dude, but, you know, I was able to exert this amount of force against somebody who was also exerting an amount of force and we both would get better by doing it. Uh, so maybe your boyfriend would benefit off of like a martial arts like that. Um, you, I always try and be careful with things like, boxing and those types of things when people have anger issues uh just because uh if you don't know how to spar uh, i'm not saying that everybody's going to make you spar when you're first beginning when when you first learn how to spar i mean you know letting your anger come out in 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 a you know with a sparring partner 
you they could get hurt or if they know what they're doing and you punch them really hard and they they get pissed off at you you could get really hurt um but yeah i would probably try and get them into something that is uh benef- that is um that gets him you know uh you know lets him get some of this aggression out but also gives him somebody else that is giving some equal force or you know that's giving him you know more force and i will tell you this much man jujitsu really humbled me and i think sometimes when we have anger issues a lot of times we tend to have uh, a problem with being humble with being and you know you could probably think of this i think a lot of people mistakenly look at what he's what uh, sorry what the 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 um i'm assuming this is a woman i'm not completely sure but uh, wh- whatever the partner is, right? They they uh, they're talking about um, you know this guy really taking it, uh, taking all of his anger out on himself and inanimate objects, right? People think that as mistakenly think of that as humble. That's not really humble. That's just con. That's just uh, you know, you taking your anger out on the wrong on the wrong things, right? And remember what we were talking about? Uh, what was it yesterday? About mental illness being uh, a <clears throat> it should be a reason for you to go uh it should be the reason why you should change things not your excuse for the way that you act right um so in this case this is a good reason why your boyfriend should you know find find a jujitsu community do this do that and listen i understand jujitsu martial arts is expensive in any form so i can completely understand that if if money is a excuse me a problem for you then by all means try and find um, something else, but you know, I think your boyfriend just kind of needs that outlet to uh, to express himself in 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 a certain way. Um, and I think I just think that martial arts does such a great job of teaching people how to use their emotions for good. To teach, uh, you know, when we we had uh, when I was uh, doing that re- reaction to Cave Three One Three, you know, the the martial arts instructor on my on my YouTube channel. Uh, one of the things that he was talking about is, you know, this young boy was crying and he's like, hey, listen, I cry all the time. But it, as men, we also just because we cry, it doesn't mean that we don't have things that we need to do as well. So feel free to cry. Let it all out. But this doesn't mean that you're uh, sorry. This is me more like uh, interpreting what he's what he was what he was trying to do when we even though we cry, even though we're angry, there's still things that we need to do in life. There's still um, obligations that we have and just because you're angry it doesn't mean that you get to take it out on uh on all these inanimate objects and uh, in some way you're kind of taking it out uh around your girlfriend which in some way is taking it out on her because she's a very caring person so i'm assuming she's probably an empath to a certain degree um so she's very empathetic so she's feeling a lot of this stuff that you're 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 letting out so like I said, this anger should be the spark for your boyfriend to get, you know, what is he angry about? Is he angry about, um, uh, is he angry about, uh, who he is? Then that's an, that's trigger for him to change his life. Is he angry about, you know, uh, all, all this anger, uh, all of this stuff, right? Cause people, people mistakenly think that punching pillows or, uh, certain things like that is venting and all that stuff. All that's teaching you is to punch things. All that's teaching you to do is be physical against something that can't fight back, right? Uh, so what happens when the pillow's not there? What happens when there is nothing around you to punch? Well, it starts to get very enticing when you see that guy's face in the 
in uh, you know at the retail place that's mouthing off to you or you know whatever uh it, it starts to get really enticing to you know use their uh their head as that uh that new punching surface so um, be very careful about the way that you uh, let out your anger. Just because you're using it against, uh, you're using out your anger in uh, against inanimate objects, um, does not mean that it's not having a negative effect on you. It doesn't mean that it's not having a negative effect on the people around you. Uh, you know, in fact, it's quite the opposite. So, um, like I said, maybe like something like jujitsu or something like that would would uh it would definitely benefit your your boyfriend a lot but you know if if money is is a uh is a struggle then um definitely getting uh you know getting him to figure out the root of these problems instead of just taking it out on everything that has nothing to do with his problems i guarantee you all of those inanimate objects probably have nothing to do like you know since i don't even know, i don't know anything about you or your boyfriend i'm pretty sure those inanimate objects have nothing to do with anything that he's actually angry about so Figure out what he's angry about and work uh, work on uh, and you know and listen. This is a lot of work that he needs to do. If if this becomes a problem for you, this is uh, you know think about yourself first, right? If you do need to break it off with him, you need to break it off with him, right? And we talked about this, you know, we talked about this in, uh, when uh, we're talking about Al-Anon as well, right? People who are dealing with addicts, some, some people being significant others of addicts, right? Um, Ultimately, you need to worry about yourself. Uh, and if this person does not uh, promote the best in you, then you know leaving that person is probably a good uh, way to do that as well. So, a couple of different options for you to take there. Uh, I wish wish your uh, boyfriend the best and uh, wish you the best as well. Uh, let's see. I think I got time for. Wow, I've been talking a lot. I guess. Um, okay, let's try. Let's try this one. I lost another, oh, actually, let me move this over. Sorry, I'm trying to stay organized a little bit, but uh, with my tabs. I lost another one of my best friends today because of my anger and an, in an inability to let things go. I wish I could say how sorry I am, but sorry stops losing meaning after 100 times. I just wish him the best in, what, in that he learns from this to not tolerate friends like me for those for so long. I'm getting help for the first time in my life. Every time I think I have this under control, but I clearly don't, I promise to do my best to not let this happen again. Yeah, and you know, I'll give you an example of of some, you know, of uh, you know, I'll give you. So one of my friends is very much like he he if he knows that he or sorry if uh, he disagrees with you, he will come at you, right? I'll I'll give you an example an example of this, right? I was uh, this was back when I used to drink, but um, we ended up having a uh, political disagreement, and he really came after me, like he he was not letting the subject go like every time i would go in and i was i was drinking right so i just kept going into his kitchen to, to keep drinking and he would just keep coming at me with like more more stuff to talk about right um eventually we both came to a, an agreement to disagree uh and we also came to an uh we also came to a point where we we kind of just said hey you listen you have a good point here i don't completely agree with it but and i did this when i was drunk right um you have to be very careful about uh, your opinions sway, or kind of like we were talking about earlier, right? Your emotions swaying what you do, right? Like, you know, this morning I, uh, you know, my mom called out. So I, you know, I usually take her to work at like, uh, like four, what I wake up at 425 in the morning and take her to work around 440. Uh, so I got to sleep in a little bit and my, when I woke up, I, I set my alarm then for four fifty cause I wanted to get there at around five o'clock 
And I just remember waking up and being like, oh, I don't want to get up. I, you know, I feel this, I feel that. And it didn't matter how I felt. I knew that I, this is my, this is my, I have to go to the gym or I, if I don't go to the gym four times a week, I won't get the most out of my workouts and yada, 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 you know? And I just, I knew that despite how I felt that, uh, by empirical data, you know, I feel better when I go to the gym four times a week. That's the optimal amount of time. Obviously, I could probably go more, and it would be a little bit better. But four times a week seems to be my 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 uh, my my like a good baseline. If I go five times a week, it feels it starts to feel like it's a little too much, and the next week I kind of suffer for it. Um, so, like I said, I don't know what you what happened uh, with your friend, but one th- one way that I think a lot of people can learn to tolerate things i'm not saying you have to tolerate like everything right like listen if you tolerate everything you stand for nothing right um so i'm not saying you have to tolerate everything i'm not saying you can't have a moral code but you know just listening to people speak and and give you their opinions on things is actually a good way and you know listening to people who disagree with you okay i told i told this uh, i think i said this in the last podcast i go to two set two different churches one that is very conservative and one that is very liberal that i don't completely agree with either either side um just so that i don't get completely swayed on either side and i can make my own decisions okay um and it doesn't mean i hate either one of them just because i disagree with uh you know some of the things that uh that each one of them is saying but it gives me a healthy perspective on both of them um and it gives me a a sort of a perspective right um and it gives me a chance to formulate my own opinions and it also uh, helps that I am there for, listen, I, you know, I listen to these people for an hour, a couple hours a week sometimes. Uh, so I get to hear uh, and, and I have to tolerate this kind of stuff. Um, and it, after a while, it's gotten to the point where, listen, even if I hear you say something that I don't agree with, uh, I'm more than happy to, you know, let it slide. Or, you know, maybe I might ask a, a, like some clarification, excuse me, clarification questions. Because uh, listen, none of us have all the answers. Um, so, since this person didn't give a lot of context, I don't know if it was like a, a disagreement about something that they truly believed in. Uh, maybe it was something that their friend did to them that, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't really know. There wasn't a whole lot of context in here. But in terms of like the letting things go, um, I don't think you can ever truly let something go. You can get, you can go, you can uh, get to the point where you get past it, though, you know? Because all this talk about like letting stuff go, uh, unless you have like a really bad memory, um, it's kind of difficult to let really big things go. So making sh- so doing the work on yourself to get past it and to uh, to to uh, level yourself up despite what it what uh, has happened in the past is pre- a pretty good way of like uh, of uh, working on yourself. And letting go, letting things go shouldn't be your, your main objective. I think your main objective should be continuously working on yourself. And the letting go comes from the acceptance of who you are um, now, uh, despite what has happened in your past. So, um, you know, best luck to this person. I really do hope that the, the whatever help that they're getting, I don't know exactly what it is, but I do hope that whatever help they're getting um, actually does help. And I do really hope that, and by the way, I think there are, there are like, um, Kind of like AA, there are certain anger management things that are, uh, I don't know if they're free, but I, I, I'd have, you'd have to look up in your area. But I, I remember when I was like fresh out of the hospital, I knew 
uh, I was hearing like the ra- like in the circles that I was in, uh, some people talk about like some anger management stuff that was was free or like pretty affordable. So uh, you know, if you do have anger management, um, you know, getting getting uh, help with other people who deal with their anger can kind of humble you and can also make you realize that you um, you're not alone in this. But you also realize, listen, um, there are also other people who have dealt with this. And they realize that they have a problem, and so do you. Anger is a problem. Uh, lack of emotional control is a problem, right? So dealing with whatever that is is uh, it's a tough journey, but it's definitely a, a one worth your time. So anyway, best of luck to all of these people. Uh, remember, guys, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.